Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host and the future leader of the Republic of Wales, Scofflier. Now, this might be the only podcast in the world where you actually have to reduce the speed instead of increasing it. However, what I want to get over to you is that the past is gone, the future doesn't exist. So if you want to make the most of your life, you've got to make the most of these moments every single day. And this podcast is going to help you live a healthier, more fulfilled life, hopefully giving you some wisdom to take away every single day. So I'm going to shut up now so you can get on with listening to the next episode. Hello, you beautiful people. We are back with another voice note. And today we're going to go into busting the sugar myths. We need to stop believing these myths about sugar, right? Because we sugar is a great energy source. We know a lot of frequently asked questions about the macros app. It's like, yeah, my carbs too high. Do I need to worry about sugar? Just hit your carb intake. And I'll explain a bit more now. Just focus on carbs. Doesn't matter if it's more 50% sugar, 60% sugar, 30% sugar. Um, Just hit your carb total, right? And make sure you're using most of your macros because you'll be shocked at how much, you know, calories, sugars, fats are in foods when you go out on the weekend. So if some of you are thinking, Scott, my macros are too high, mate. I'm trying to lose weight. What are you doing to me? And I go, look, Use the macro planner, reduce your macros in the week, press tap to maintenance for the weekend, it'll automatically reduce your macros slightly in the week and it'll give you more on the weekend. Simple. Um, and you'll be shocked how much you consume in the weekend. But anyway, let's get into this voice note. I want to go through these myths with you. I want to keep you here for 10 minutes. And at the end of these 10 minutes, you're hopefully going to be more aware of what sugar is, what the myths are, so you can get on not being scared of sugar the evil sugar you won't be scared of it okay myth number one let's get into it okay myth number one sugar is addicting no it's not addicting addiction is a psychological and physiological process the cause is dependence and withdrawal symptoms right um if it's no longer taken basically sure there's no evidence to suggest this for sugar or any foods right you know, eating obviously increases dopamine in the same way other pleasurable experiences do. But addiction and pleasure are not the same things, man. Not everything is pleasurable is addictive, right? And scientific literature tells us the sugar tastes good and people like eating good food that tastes good. It's simple as that. Um, and in our brains, when we have a food that's half sugar, half fat, it just makes our brains go wild. We love it. So back in the hunter-gatherer days... If something, a food was high in fat and sugar, that's a hell of an energy-dense source of food, right? And they'd be going, wow, whoa, this is nuts stuff, guys. And they were like, right, remember this thing. Remember this. This is amazing. This is amazing. We need more of this. But obviously, they don't have the abundance we do today. That's why chocolate tastes so good. So go and have a Mars bar after this now, right? Those Snickers and a Galaxy or a Twix or a Twirl or a Yorkie. Just for men, though. Sorry, girls. Myth number two, sugar causes chronic disease such as obesity, diabetes, and heart rate. No, it's not the, the it's sugar doesn't cause that. It's the excess calories of eating foods and drinks that causes the weight gain, which causes the risk in obesity, right? Sugar, yes, it is linked because the foods that are high in fat are also tend to be high in sugar. And people who eat foods that are high in sugar and fat all the time tend to overeat in the calories. And if they overeat in the calories, they gain weight. And that's where the health conditions come from. Sugar isn't the direct problem. And there was even a graph, right, in, in America that shows sugar intake going up, obesity intake's going up, obesity rates going up. Sugar rates drop in the 80s and then obesity rates still climb. Okay, then they blame sugar in the 80s, they drops, they blame fat in the 90s, they blame someone else in the 2000s. It was like fashion. Things come and go. 
Myth number three, different sugars are significantly different to each other. Look, they're not, right? Honey, table sugar, organic brown sugar, maple syrup, caramel, raw cane sugar, corn syrup, egg of nectar, coconut sugar. Sugar is sugar. Yes, some of them might have a bit more nutrients than the, than the rest. But at the end of the day, they all contain four calories a gram. The minor differences overall. And they eventually turn into glucose in your body despite tasting different. So the marketing of these is obviously mental. It's like, you know, ooh, honey, organic honey is different to maple syrup. At the end of the day, it's going to be the same thing in the body. Your body's going to go, is that sugar, mate? Yeah. Oh, it's coming from, I don't care where it's from, mate. Is that, is that sugar, four calories a gram? Is that what I think it is? Because that's all I care about. I don't care where you've come from. I don't care about your story, your background. You are... Four calories a gram sugar, get in. Simple as. Okay, myth number four. Fructose is a bad sugar. You know, the one that comes from fruit. And this is silly, 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 silly. Sugar in fruit is not harmful. In fact, we want sugar from fruit. We want fructose and a bit of normal sugar, you know, that's not from fruit. So sugar and fructose is great. Um, you know, fructose, obviously, when you eat the fruit, it's got vitamins, minerals, fiber. Just It's very... Makes you feel full, right? There's, there's a lot of benefits of eating fruit. There's no evidence really to say that fructose causes health problems. The only thing I'd say is, is if you do have a fruit smoothie or juice in the morning, just be careful because they are high in calories and fructose, which is sugar. So you think it's going to be really healthy, but by healthy, you probably mean low calorie. And it tends to be not low calorie. It tends to be quite high in calories due to the sugar, due to the carb intake. So it's all to watch out for. Just eat your fruit instead. Don't mix them and drink them. Enjoy the ripe banana. That lovely, that ah, that lovely tangerine. It's been in the fr fridge all night. It's cold, and when you bite it, it just explodes in your mouth. All those big juicy strawberries, and you bite into them, it's just juice, unbelievable. All those grapes, when you bite them again, they just explode. They're cold though, gotta be cold. Are they? What else have we got? Watermelon. Oh my God, watermelon holiday. <sighs> Just bite into it, boom, explosion. Explosion, like jumping in a pool. <sighs> Guys, honestly, fruit is awesome. Okay, myth number five. Simple sugars are more fattening than complex carbs. So you've got simple carbohydrates and complex carbohydrates. But what happens is you break down complex carbs into simple carbs anyway. So it just takes longer, and that's why the energy release is longer from complex carbs, like breads and wheats and stuff, than the simple carbohydrates, right? So people get a, simple carbs get a bad rep. But it's the same impact at the end of the day, okay? Even there's a study, 398 subjects matched their calories and carbs in two groups. One group was high complex carb, the other group was high simple carb, so sugar, right? Body composition and blood lipids were the same between groups after six straight months. In other words, their weight, physique, and health were equal despite the drastic difference in complex versus simple carbs. I hope you get the message. It's more about the total carb intake, the total calorie intake, than if you're having a bit more sugar or a bit less sugar. Stop worrying about the stuff that doesn't make the difference. Remember the 80-20 rule, the Pareto's principle. 20% of something gives us 80% of the results. Stop focusing on 20% that gives you no results. Focus on the 20 that delivers the 80 and the 20 that delivers the 80 is just hitting your macros, hitting the total macros. And obviously, if you hit your macros, you're hitting the calorie goal. That's the 20% of work you've got to do that's giving you 80% of the results. Once you nail that, 
maybe you can go and alter your carb source and maybe you can improve your energy levels. Maybe that is the case. Maybe you can alter your fat source. Maybe you can try and have a more whole food diet versus having some convenient foods, right? But that's just the, the end bit, the little bit extra. Focus on the 20, the brings the 80. Do it, okay? Stop messing about. Okay, number six, sugar is toxic to the body. No, it's not. It's not. Toxicity implies that the substance causes irreparable damage to the body. Sugar is an essential nutrient, which the body receives energy from. Right, the body can digest some starches into sugars and use them as an energy source. And that achieves much more stable blood sugar levels. Genetics and lifestyle play a way bigger part and predictor of diabetes than eating sugar, okay? Myth number seven, sugar makes kids hyperactive. You used to think is eating sugar causes hyperactivity. The cause of ADHD is basically multifactorial. It's genetic environments and stuff. There's no conclusive evidence to say the sugar is one of the actual factors that contribute to the development of ADHD. Sugar is obviously going to give instant energy, which is great. Um, but don't be worried about giving your kids fruit and stuff like that. And, you know, they might make them energy, but it's not going to cause the hyperactivity that people worry about. Um, and there's, you know, the studies in the 70s did try to claim sugar caused it, ADHD. But the uh, methodology was flawed and they've been uh, basically thrown out now. So the majority of the controlled experimental studies do not support the notion that sugar intake leads to an increase in ADHD or the ADHD activity. Okay, that's important for any of you who want kids. Okay, so that is it, guys. So as a common part of our daily meals and sugar contributes to energy in our body, um, sugar's lovely, it's lush. And I'll just be sensible with it, okay? Like sugar is awesome. Sugar comes in foods that taste unbelievably good. Foods that taste unbelievably good are hard to eat in moderation. So you can see where I'm going with this. It's not the sugar itself that's bad, it's the overall diet. And you know, if you do just eat whatever foods you want, you will go for the foods that are high in sugar and fat, obviously, because they taste the best. It's not rocket science. These people that are overweight and obese, of course, they're just eating the foods they love. I be eating chocolate cake all the time. That's my fault for overeating on all the calories. Sugar's being, being blamed here all the time. But sugar's like, look, I taste good. What do you want to do? What do you want me to do about it? You're eating me. It's not, it's, it's, you're the problem. Okay, so don't try and worry too much about your sugar intake. Just hit your total carb target. If you feel your total carbs is too high, your carb total is your maximum. You don't have to hit it. However, I wouldn't, just come under your carb intake all the time. I would try and, um, I would use the macro planner and give yourself more of an allowance on weekends and reduce in the days in the week. So when it does come to the weekends, even if you don't track, you've still accounted for a higher calorie and macro day. And uh, that should even out. And at the end of the week, you should be able to still lose one pound of fat, which is what we base our macros off, um, still be on track and still have a life. What more do you want, guys? What more? Do you want? Tell me. Comment below and tell me what you want from that. But um, hope you enjoyed this voice note. Do remember it is if you can do it for one day, you can do it for two days, you can do it for three days. Simple as. If you can do your macros today, get your steps in and do a training session, job done. When it comes to tomorrow, guess what you've got to do again? Just do the same thing. So if you can do it once, you can do it twice. Simple as that. So today, try and hit your tasks. 
think focus on and I mentioned this before the one big thing what's your one big thing today hit your one big thing and it leads to momentum and you can do your other tasks if your one big thing might be I'm going to track my macros right now I'm going to eat I'm going to put in my app everything I'm going to eat today get it on the app see where I stand and maybe you won't eat everything maybe I'll add a few things but at least I know where I am everyone go do that now practice it and see where you land but have a good day everyone and I'll speak to you tomorrow and that is it for today's episode so hopefully you took something away from it if you didn't here's what we need to take away stop wasting time on social media stop wasting time gossiping you've only got today to live today's the only day you ever have so if there's anything to take away from this podcast even if you can't understand the word i say even if you didn't resonate with the wisdom i try to deliver this is a reminder of you daily to live one day at a time give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days but if you can make the most of today i'm telling you you'll have a fulfilled life so enjoy your day and hopefully i'll see you back tomorrow you daily to live one day at a time give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days but if you can make the most of today i'm telling you you'll have a fulfilled life so enjoy your day and hopefully i'll see you back tomorrow